I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 73, and today I'm going to be talking about parents and our foundation and having them rocked a little bit. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that's a great title, but anyway, yeah, so I was out of town a little bit before Thanksgiving when I recorded the um, previous episode and I was out of town because my dad got remarried. What? I know. It's crazy. And hi, dad, if you're listening. (laughs) But it was a bit kind of like, wait, what? And not that it wasn't shocking because he had been dating this wonderful, lovely woman. I think it's just not what I had expected, I guess. So I'm going to just talk a little bit about the process I've been going through and probably will still go through because it's interesting as you lose a parent, there's a bit of this foundation that gets kind of taken out from you. And my sisters and I kind of talk about it and just feels like things are shifted and it's like an opportunity to... I don't know if you want to redefine, but really, maybe that is a word, redefine yourself. So it's like that foundational relationship is not there anymore. So that's weird. And so I was kind of looking up a few things to be like, why is does it feel so just weird and a little bit shaky, earthquakey. And I found this article, I found a couple that said, it was this blog post. um, It's kind of a cool blog. It's called Mike and Kim Coaching and they help blended families because they're a blended family and they kind of help families cope. And they had this quote in this particular article when a parent remarries, like when you are an adult, and says, waiting until the kids are grown does not protect children as much as we would like. This is because our parents remain part of our identities for life. Even after we're grown, our parents' divorce or remarriage 
can make us feel as if we've lost our foundation. Okay, so I'm not crazy. And then later on, they quote another step family expert, Ron Deal, who states, never mind that they are adults. This is a hard transition for them because it comes at a great cost. There we go. That's why I think, why is this such a foundational thing? And so for the past month, my dad and his new wife got engaged in the near end of October and they were just married a little over a week ago. So yeah, it's this new transition. And I feel like through that month, there was this foundational shift that I'm still working through a little bit. And I'm sure I will continue to do that. And then I found this other great article that was helping me as well. And it says, many people mistakenly believe remarrying when kids are grown is easier, but adult children don't need parents less. They need them differently. Parents advise, mentor, babysit, and maybe most importantly, they symbolize going home. A parent remarrying can distress an adult child's foundation. So there's that word again, foundation. And I've been thinking a lot about, well, where do I really want to place my foundation? Because everybody eventually will have to deal with this. And I was thinking a lot about that just with like parent issues. And I was like, well, I wonder if, let's say your parents get divorced or you have a parent die when you're younger, that you have learned to deal with this earlier, somehow create a a foundation that is not necessarily founded on your parents. Even though your parents are your foundation, I feel like you kind of create your own foundation, if that makes sense. Because I just was like, wow, everybody's going to have to deal with a parent issue sometime in their life. Like you cannot avoid it. Whether it's a remarriage or a death or a divorce or health issues, all these things, uh, we will have to deal with it. I think it's always interesting as you try to, you know, figure out this foundation. And when my family and I, we always lament about the Disney movies, how there's always a parent that dies. There's maybe a few Disney movies that there are a couple parents intact But if the parents are intact, then the child has to go away and have an adventure. Like we were, I think we were like so surprised with Moana, like both their parents were alive, but she had to leave and have this adventure to kind of figure out who she was, kind of separate from her parents. And I think you do that as an adult, but there is this feeling that you want to either please or impress your parents at some point and maybe you get away from that. I think we kind of do as you really find your purpose but we always kind of joke whenever there's a movie especially a Disney movie just there's always a parent that needs to die. Why? Does that really have to happen in all the stories and how many stories are there parents that die It must be a term, a literary term for this, but I was so mad when we watched Big Hero 6 
because it starts off and he's already being raised by his aunt. Okay, so both his parents have died and then his brother dies. Like, come on. Was that really necessary? I guess it was for the story to work out, but wow, I was really mad the first time I saw that movie. And sometimes I can't really watch the beginning. (laughs) It bothers me so much. Okay, so that is the real question is like, do we need to be apart from our parents? I mean, I haven't been living by my parents for over 20 years. And I felt like I have built a foundation with my family here in the Cleveland area. And I think that's been good. But there's also this, a feeling of a bit of a loss after a parent dies because there isn't that back and forth or calling to check on you or all that, that caring. And so I guess it's just a question of where do you find that again, right? And who knows how, what it'll look like as we're just barely getting into this with my dad and his new wife. So it's funny, I think of this parallel as we are children of God and coming to this earth, we had to leave our eternal heavenly father to be apart, to come to this mortal world and learn to choose to follow him. And that's a really what he wants. So I was like, well, having that identity of a child of God is really what can support you through any of the other parental mishaps along the way. Whether your parents are married for 60 years or six and they get divorced, you can find solace in the fact that you are a child of God. And as I was looking at different talks, I just really loved this talk by M. Russell Ballard. And it was a talk given to BYU students. And it's called Children of Our Heavenly Father. And I loved this part of the talk. It says, quote, while you think about this, may I remind you that there is one important identity we all share now and forever, one that we should never, ever lose sight of and one that we should be grateful for. That is that you are and have always been a son or daughter of God with spiritual roots in eternity. First and foremost, you are and always will be a spirit child of God. Those aren't just words from a beautiful primary song. They are words of truth. They are imbued with eternal significance for all of us. The foundational fact of heavenly parentage is not just my truth or your truth. It is eternal truth. It is written in big, bold, capital letters. Understanding this truth, really understanding it and embracing it is life changing. It gives you an extraordinary identity that no one can ever take away from you. But more than that, it should give you an enormous feeling of value and a sense of your infinite worth. Finally, it provides you a divine, noble and worthy purpose in life. Paul said, the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, unquote. So 
I just love that part where it says it gives you an extraordinary identity that no one can ever take away from you. So even if your identity with your parents remarrying or getting divorced and somehow you're like, what does that even mean for me? This striving and looking to find and understanding that you are a child of God can help solidify that foundation and identity for you. And I think that really has what has helped me through this past year as my mom has passed and then really as this transition is going to happen with our family, that kind of foundation in I am a child of God and he is here to help me. And I have taken time to really learn and know God through prayer, scripture study, through worship by going to church and just choosing to understand and take daily steps to my purpose. Another talk I found that was really helpful was from General Conference 2018 by Elder Brian K. Taylor. And what was fun about Elder Taylor is he came to visit our stake or congregation. And so we got to know him a little bit. And I think he spoke just that next conference. So that was kind of fun. And he was talking about also understanding, knowing that you are a child of God is really important. And in his talk, I found a couple of really great quotes, which are kind of long, but I'm just going to share. So first, quote, coming to know these truths with certainty that we are a child of God helps us overcome trials, troubles, and afflictions of every kind. When asked, how can we help those struggling with a personal challenge, an apostle of the Lord instructed, teach them their identity and their purpose. So again, understanding that we are children of God can really help us through anything, like really taking the time to have a spiritual witness that we know this and we have an eternal identity. Um, He then goes on to talk about how do we come to know that we are children of God? And he quotes something that President Nelson said in a talk. It said, President Nelson testified, something powerful happens when a child of God seeks to know more about him and his beloved son. Nowhere, President Nelson directed, are those truths taught more clearly and powerfully than in the Book of Mormon. And then Elder Taylor goes on to say, Open its pages, learn that God does all things for our welfare and happiness, and that he is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, long-suffering, and full of goodness, and that all are alike unto him. When you feel hurt, lost, scared, upset, sad, hungry, or hopelessly abandoned in life's extremities, open the Book of Mormon, and you will come to know that God will never desert us. He never has, and he never will. He cannot do it. It is not his character to do so. Oh, I just love that idea that there's no way if we understand our purpose that God has sent us here and he wants us to return to him and he's going to provide so many ways for us to be directed and to be helped. 
I just love that last line. God will never desert us. He never has, and he never will. He cannot do it. It is not his character to do so. And then one last quote from this same talk, which I just thought was really great. It says, Coming to know our Father changes everything, especially our hearts, as his gentle spirit confirms our true identity and great worth in his sight. God walks with us along the covenant path as we seek him through prayerful pleadings, scriptural searchings, and obedient strivings, end quote. So I am so grateful for my parents giving me this spiritual foundation, but I did have to do something about it and help it to grow. I'm grateful that I was able to take that seed that they gave me and help it grow, and that is what I am trying to do with my children as well. Provide them with a sure foundation on being a child of God. And so as we get into this Christmas season, I've been thinking a lot about the role that Jesus Christ played. He always knew whose child he was and what his mission was. As he fulfilled his mission, he was strengthened in his knowledge that he was the son of God. We also have this identity, all of us, even if you don't believe it. You are a child of God and he loves you. And it is with that powerful love that we can do so many, many things. So as I am learning to kind of re-center myself, my foundation has been shaken a little bit this past year and a half. You know, it's not the same anymore. But I can always trust that I am a child of God. And as we celebrate the season and think about this wonderful message that God sent his son so that we could be saved, we need to also remember that we are the children that God wanted to save. We are just as precious and important to him. God wanted to make sure that we could return, which is why we celebrate this wonderful time of year. We get to celebrate that Christ came Okay, you guys, this is kind of short, (laughs) but that's probably good. I'm just so, so grateful really to have coming into this holiday season and what a blessing it is to know that we are children of God. And I hope that if you don't know that, that you can take the time to understand that through small and simple things, prayer, being in the scriptures. If you're a member of my church, really understanding who you are and being in the Book of Mormon and listening to those teachings. And if you're not, being in the scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament, finding God's wanting to be in our story and help us know that we are his children. Okay. Hey, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, Fridge Notes, You can click on the link that is in the episode description or on my website. 
super short, but just kind of a fun way to stay in touch. Okay, well, have an awesome week, you guys. And thanks so much for listening. And I'll talk to you later. you enjoyed today's episode if you have any questions come by findingthefloor.com where i will have show notes and links for anything i've mentioned today special thanks to seth johnson for creating and performing the theme music come back next week and thanks for listening 